Today is Thursday, March 9th, and you're listening to the Morning Announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the Morning Announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. This episode is brought to you by Aura Ring, an easy-to-wear, water-resistant ring that delivers accurate, personalized health insights so you can work on building healthy habits. Five women and two doctors are suing the state of Texas after the women were denied abortions despite the fact that their pregnancies endangered their lives. According to the lawsuit, one of the women was forced to wait until she was septic before a doctor would perform a procedure, and the four others were forced to travel out of state for care. They claim that the law is too vaguely written, which has led medical professionals to withhold necessary care for fear of legal consequences. This actually marks the first legal fight against the state abortion ban since the Supreme Court struck down Roe v. Wade. Not to minimize all the very real internet fighting we've all been doing. Meanwhile, Florida proposed its own six-week abortion ban in the state Senate on Tuesday, even though the state already has a 15-week ban in place. The new proposal has exceptions for the life and health of the mother, which we know work flawlessly in practice, as well as for victims of rape and incest, but only up until 15 weeks and with documentation of the rape. This legislation also prohibits state funds from being used for a resident to travel to another state to access an abortion, which in reality is a legislative subtweet intended to thwart a specific city council proposal in St. Petersburg, Florida, which would allocate a grand total of $50,000 to help pregnant residents obtain abortions. I think when Republicans branded themselves the party of small government, what they really meant was petty. An investigation by the Department of Justice into Louisville, Kentucky law enforcement found that they engaged in a pattern or practice of conduct that violates both the Constitution and federal law. Two big ones. The DOJ launched an investigation after Louisville police officers shot Breonna Taylor while she was asleep, and the results were about what you'd expect for the organization that employed the officers who would do that. The investigation concluded the following. The Louisville police have a pattern of unlawful discrimination against black people and those with behavioral disabilities. They engaged in unlawful searches and arrests, used excessive force, conducted searches based on invalid warrants and executed them unlawfully, and violated the rights of people who legally protest policing. The DOJ says that they are still conducting outreach to members of the Louisville community for their views on remedies, but that they will not litigate and instead enforce their findings through a consent decree with an independent monitor overseeing Louisville law enforcement. I'm sure that will fix everything. Arkansas Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders, fresh off her inspiring State of the Union rebuttal, signed legislation into law this week that significantly loosens child labor protections by eliminating requirements for the state to verify the age of children younger than 16 before they can be employed. While Governor Sanders calls that verification requirement burdensome and obsolete, you might even be inclined to believe her if we didn't report just last week about migrant children being exploited at scale by dozens of major companies. And it's not just migrant children who are primed for exploitation. Just last month, the Department of Labor fined a meatpacking sanitation subcontractor $1.5 million, kinda low, for illegally hiring children, some of whom sustained chemical burns on the job. Such a shame when your state elects its first female governor and you find out that she is Miss Hannigan. But good for Sarah defying gender stereotypes. She's more of a feminist than she realizes. (laughs) 
And for our final story today, a return to the infectious disease of yore. You may have heard whispers of a comeback of H5N1, aka the bird flu. Right now, we are casually having the biggest outbreak in the country's history. Bird history, specifically. It sounds bad, but I will start by saying that bird flu infections in humans are rare, as is transmission of bird flu between humans, and the CDC says that the risk of a human pandemic is low. Regardless, the Biden administration is considering mass vaccination for poultry, as over 58 million farmed birds in 47 states have already been infected, and the flu has spilled over into mammals including mink, foxes, raccoons, and bears. While vaccinating the chickens would be a protective measure, the CDC is also exploring the option of developing H5N1 vaccines and tests similar to COVID, out of an abundance of precaution, as they say. Well, we have definitely done the no precautions thing quite a few times now, so why not be extra careful this time and do the turkeys too? Thank you for listening to the morning announcements and thanks again to our partner, Aura Ring. I love that the Aura Ring can help me track things like my heart rate, activity levels, body temperature trends, sleep quality, and respiratory rate. And I've noticed that I am much more active when I'm wearing my Aura Ring than when I'm not, even without being that intentional about it. Of course, we have a special offer for you if you want to try it. Visit AuraRing.com morning to find the right ring for you and get $15 off your purchase. That's AuraRing.com morning. And don't forget to use our link to save $15 on your Aura Ring. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.